Only mode. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the uh, USV Brown Bag. Um, this this uh, series, this is a continuation of the Python for DevOps series. Um, you will remember that a couple of weeks ago we had a kickoff where we were started to, where I covered the basics of um, the things that you needed to to learn. Um, and that the rest of the series was going to be presented by actual real developers who actually know what they're talking about. Um, and so for, to, to that end, this evening we have the talented and amazing Gina Bueno. Uh, she is at Jinrubu. Um, but before we get everything kicked off, a couple of housekeeping notes. Um, for those of you with on Twitter, uh, you can follow us at vbrownbag. And if you hashtag vbrownbag during the conversation tonight, um, I will be uh, monitoring and hosting, uh, covering all the questions and curating them and, and interrupting Gina as she is talking and making sure that um, all of your questions get answered. If you are in the live audience, please feel free to put questions into the question field and I will um, be taking them and fielding them to Gina as well. So uh, my name is Mistwire, I'm Chris Williams, I'll be your host this evening. And obviously again, the presenter is gonna be Gina Bueno. So without further ado, Miss Gina, are you there? Yes. Awesome, awesome. Hello. I am about to make you presenter. You have the power. Sweet. Okay. All right. Can you see my screen? I can see your screen. Yes, ma'am. All right. Awesome. All right. Hello, everyone. Um, as Chris introduced me, I am Gina Bueno. Uh, today, we will be going over automating sysadmin tasks with Python. Yay! Uh, <laughs> so a little bit about my background. Um, currently, I'm a software developer at Liberty Mutual, uh, mainly in the DevOps space. Um, I do a variety of things every day. That's pretty much why I love my job, because I can learn so much every day. Um, and before I was working at Liberty, I did my undergrad at UNH um, here in New Hampshire. Um, that's where I got um, my bachelor's in IT. Um, so obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you have an interest in Python or you're already into it and you just want to keep talking about it. Um, but a little bit why I love Python uh, is because so far in my journey, it's been pretty easy to learn. Um, and all of the resources I need are just a Google search away. And along with that, um, when I do find things, it's really easy to read and for me to understand it. So the readability is great. Um, and there's support for object-oriented programming, which is great if you want to add classes and make your code a little bit more complex. Um, the Python standard library, it has a bunch of built-in modules or functions, methods that you can use that make it so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and you can use tools that will make your development go a little bit faster. Um, and the access to the third-party packages. So like oh, the open source community is great and you can find so much code um, out there. So moving on. So the use cases for Python are really any scripting languages, any manual task, especially a repeatable one. So there's no really excuse if you find yourself doing a task twice, you should always ask yourself like, hmm, I wonder how I could automate this. Um, and some tips and tricks that I just wanted to shout out a bit. 
um, where it's just like any uh, programming language or I feel in IT in general, just use Google, search Google, take advantage of what's out there already. Like don't need to reinvent the wheel. Uh, Stack Overflow is your friend, but always try the snippets that you find out there uh, to make sure they work. Don't trust every comment you read. Um, and with that, <laughs> with that, um, follow incremental development. Um, not sure if people are familiar with agile, but similar to just keeping the flow of thing, incremental development, just doing small pieces instead of doing a whole big change because it's hard to keep track of. It's difficult to understand what you've done with the values have changed. So it's just good to make small changes. Um, and printing often. So even though you think you know what the value of that variable is, it could be a totally different type um, due to the <laughs> great way that um, Python is made being um, so flexible. So it's just really helpful with debugging, especially using those built-in functions uh, that come with standard library um, or like checking the type, checking the value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and some recommended training. So um, if you haven't listened to Chris's podcast a couple weeks ago, you should. And if you're interested in any training, um, I definitely agree with the ones that he listed in his presentation. And then in addition to that, um, I'm a hands-on learner. So I really enjoy like interactive exercises. So Code Academy has an embedded IDE on the web app. So you can just do all your code right there. No need to install anything. Um, and then coding bat is just like a random website I found that has like exercises and they're pretty standard, just like programming exercises, but you can do them again, just right in the web app. Um, and then it will tell you if you passed or failed. I'm loading them up right now. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, a self-guided training is uh, learn Python the hard way. There's mixed feelings on that one. I feel like. Uh, it depends on the kind of learning style you like, uh, but if you just want to do an exercise a day or something, that'll get you through like a month. Nice, very cool. Um, so how do I start automating my manual tasks? So um, with the title of my presentation, um, I'm more wanted to talk about kind of the mindset you want to have when you're starting to automate um, something manual. So this can be also just for development in general. If you're trying to automate something, you wanna think about the process end to end, uh, not just the little snippet that you thought of an idea of to automate. If it's connected to another piece in the puzzle, it's worth looking at the big picture and trying to understand, hmm, like where else is there human intervention? Is it similar? Um, could I automate it in a similar fashion? Um, and then once you realize the problem that you want to solve, um, really figure out what tasks need to be completed. Um, if the order matters, what the steps are, um, do you have to authenticate? Do you have to think of security? Um, would you want an alert for this or a report that um, your task has been completed? So just some things to keep in mind um, when you're developing. Um, and then to move on to talk about the demo. Um, so I decided to do something with pretty basic functionality that would um, provide like a common understanding for just the building blocks um, for starting development. And then what's great about Python and any programming language is that you can build on top of it and make it more complex. Um, so 
for this demo, we will, I will show you the code that I made that will allow you to uh, read a CSV. In this case, has a list um, of some IP addresses. Um, we'll parse it and ping those servers all using Python and then um, write back to the CSV with the status of um, pinging the servers and then send a Slack notification using their API. So I will attempt to do this seamlessly. Oh. Okay, and you can still see my screen, I presume. Yes, I'm very happy to see okay. you using VS Code. Yes, VS Code <laughs> is like the, is the best editor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't at me. Um. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, 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 I fully agree, even though in, the, in my presentation I said, you know, it doesn't matter, but I'm, I'm a fan too, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I mean, I, will, I have probably like three different IDs on it, so <laughs> I use them all. <laughs> anyway, so we'll get to the code. Um, so this demo is composed of two files. So I made the first one, um, we'll go through right here. So this is in charge of loading the CSV, which I can open. Ah, no, I can't. Do you trust me or should I just... <laughs> I'm just going to move on. <laughs> so zero trust model okay. here. No, we trust you. Yeah. We trust the CSV exists. Yeah, this is, this is a CSV with uh, two IP addresses. Um, it'll take me too long to find it. Um, and it's just two IP addresses. So it will read those IP addresses, um, convert it into a list, and then ping them. But we can go through it line by line. So in cool. the first line here, we import uh three different modules. So these first two come from um, the standard Python library. And this one is actually this Python file right here, slack.py. Um, so we import those so that we can take advantage of the functions that they provide. Um, and then we wanna read in our CSV that contains the IP addresses and um, or open it, and then we're going to read it in with the CSV reader. So that's a as you can, wow, VS Code killing it. Um, there's a definition of a function right there, um, and we're going to convert it to a list because um, I found it easier to work with. Um, and then because my CSV is the first row is just a title for the following rows. I just wanted to pop it off. So I use this uh, built-in function dot pop with the list and it'll just pop the first or zero element um, off. Then I make a string for the output so that I can uh, keep adding to it. And then I loop through the list and um, I set the IP address to the first element in each of the rows. I use this OS system function to ping the server, um, and I just do it twice for fun. And then uh, I check if it came back or if it didn't, and it just writes to a CSV. And again, this is really basic functionality, but it comes with a lot of different functions that you can really build on top of this or just create your own. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, it's going to write in our new output CSV. 
And then I already have, so from Slack, the API that they provide, I can uh, show off. Uh, Slack is also a messaging platform for those that aren't familiar, but um, they allow you to use their API. You can start building and create an app and link it to your workspace. Um, and it's all free, uh, which is great for testing. And so they give you a URL that you can call to make a post. Um, and I include some headers and then I call the Slack function that I created in this file. Um, we can move on. Any questions so far? Uh, uh, hold on one second. Nope, nope, not yet. You're good. This is awesome. All right. Sweet, sweet. Okay. Um, so then in my Slack pie file, um, again, we have an import a statement. So this is where I import requests in CSV. Again, both of these are um, built in or from the standard Python library. Um, and the request is what you use to uh, make API calls and CSV is the same uh, module we used in the last file. Uh, so I create a function that takes in a file, uh, which will be our CSV um, input, our URL and our headers. And it will open the file and read it into a list again, pop off the last, the first element. Um, and then it will, since it's a list, I want it made it into a string um, because we need it to be a string so that we can pass it into the request. So in addition to need to be a string, it has to be in JSON because that's what um, the Slack API is expecting. So it's expecting that we have a key value pair of key within the value of the payload. Um, and then I pass it into this uh, request function that will make a post with our supplied URL, the data, and the headers. And then once I run it, I will also move this around first. Oh, there's my binder finally. <laughs> it's hiding back there. Cool. Here we go. All right, so once I run my parseDSV.py, the output you'll see is the output of a ping. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see that 3891953 is up. Um, oh, where's that one? Oops, I might have broken my script on the way, but at least one of them is up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so, and so what do you use this for um, in, in your, your work? What, what, what engendered you to create this? Um, this podcast, engendered me to create this. <laughs> is that the word you used? I hope so. Yes. And, um, yeah. Um, this podcast, um, in reality, my work every day is, I've never really done actual like sys admin work. I've always kind of been a developer in a department of system administrator. So I've kind of always played the role of um, working or pairing alongside a system admin to like figure out what they wanted to automate and kind of work with them to build a script. I um, 
Yeah. So, 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 so they'll come to you with a, a task that, that they do that's like a, you know, a munge task that they, they don't, they don't want to do 17 times a day. And, mm-hmm. and, and you'll figure out a way to, to create a script to help them just hit the button and, and uh, fire it off. Yeah. And nice. it's more of like a collaborative effort too, which is awesome because then I get to learn and get gain different perspectives too. Mm. Cool. So the um, uh, one, one quick question that we have, the the uh, the Slack import or the the at the, at the top of the script you've got um, import Slack, mm-hmm. and that's coming from a different file. Does that file have to be in the same folder with with uh, parsecsv.py in order for it to um, I don't think so specifically but you don't have to do anything extra if you keep it in the same by folder if that makes sense like okay. then you may have more flexibility of where you can keep it um mm-hmm. but i know it works this way <laughs> that's how extra configuration okay so hold on okay so now, now they're asking do you do you have to put the path in if it's in a different folder i'm not sure I should know that. All right. So, something for them to Google. <laughs> yes. Something for us all to Google. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm watching the dots go and like they're typing, but it's not. Okay. No, dis- disregard. Uh, if, if it pops up, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go back to it. So um, please continue. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're typing, but we'll get back to it. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, yeah. So that was uh, pretty much my spiel. Again, I was trying to go for kind of basic functionality so that I like, I'm a pretty big fan of keeping things like simple and understanding them simple first. So I figured this was a good way to get yeah. people started. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, no, this, this dovetails in really well with, um, with the stuff from, from last week, because this follows up with all of the, 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 fun, like I, I talked about functions, but I didn't go into it. And so you, you totally drilled into it. Can, can you, can you speak a little bit about how, how the call goes to like, like do a step through of the, of the function piece that you have? Yeah, for sure. Um, so um, so it's defined first with this def um, keyword right here. And then with the name, you can pick anything you'd like. Um, as well as these parameters, you can add as like zero to many. You can put whatever you'd like in here um, and name them whatever as long as you reference them. Um, and this colon is very important if you don't add that, you will get a bunch of errors. It will crash. Um, and so, <laughs> yes, bad things will happen. Um, and so then I just do um, these widths and open the file in a sequence of in which I want to do it. Um, so I read it first, then I uh, cast it to a list. So I'm changing the type here from the CSV reader into a list. Um, and I learned that the hard way. Uh, but I just failed fast. Um, and then um, after 
What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Popping it up. You're, you're learning it the hard way. Um, so if you don't make this a list, um, you try and pop it off mm -hmm. because it's because the pop function is oh, expecting a list right, rather right. than the CSV reader. Mm -hmm. It will just uh, throw you an error. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. As well as um, so there are certain things that if you use them like the CSV reader, they have different types of built-in functions that they may be using. So instead of um, when you're expecting to maybe count something or um, try and understand like a property of that type, if you're, ex they can be a little bit more complex if they're from like the standard library rather than just a basic list. Gotcha. Okay. Expect them to behave one way, but they don't. So it's always good to reference that documentation, uh, like the man pages. Um, and then looping through the list again, it's pretty much very similar to this parse CSV file. Um, the other one, it's pretty much the same code other than um, joining the list into a string so that it can be um, concatenated with this um, string that represents JSON down here. Because otherwise, uh, you can't just uh, concat, even though Python is really flexible and dynamic, you can't just um, add the string with the list. Right. That's to be specific. It's not that smart. And then I just return it with the response I want. Um, you could just send this um, or assign this to a variable and then return that variable. Um, again, everyone's different. Just kind of learn as you go, change your style as you go. And then in the other file, other than adding the Slack to the import statement and um, calling the function, that's um, pretty much it, except for, actually I forgot. So I do slack.slack .slack here because this first Slack is the module name. And then this second Slack is the function name. So if my if I had a function in the other file that was named um, sloth, then Oop. it would be sloth. <laughs> sloth. How how weird that you picked the name sloth. That's so that's yeah. so unusual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just look, I turned my head and there's a picture of a sloth. So. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, the, the question finally popped. Um, does Python have a concept of a pipeline like PowerShell does? Um, I'm not sure, yeah, uh, uh, especially because I, I don't know the concept of the pipeline in PowerShell. Graham, do you, do you mean do you mean like a like a pipe uh, the, the pipe symbol where you're, you're piping it to um, a, a different thing? I'll, I'll wait for him to to respond with that. Oh, like the pipe, like the pipe symbol. Uh, yes, piping through various functions. That's what he's saying. Yes, piping through various functions. Um. Well, you could call another function with the input, like with the output of another. Um, if you mean like kind of chaining them that way, um, you definitely like in the OS system, um, since this accepts like most uh, sh shell commands. Uh, you could probably use the pipe in there as well. Gotcha. Cool. Nice. He said thank you. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, Great. Let's see. Um, I I don't have any other questions right now. Um, no, nope, nobody's rolling in. It was Was there anything else that you wanted to go over? 
Oh. No, I didn't, I didn't no. really prepare for it. That, that wasn't a fair yeah. question. I was, I was just asking. Okay. <laughs> You cool. got me. <laughs> no, there, there, there's no, there's no gotchas here. Cool. All right. Excellent. Thank, thank you very much. Um, if, if there yeah, are any additional questions that pop up, um, we'll, we'll, we're, we're going to be posting this up on YouTube and, and iTunes. So, um, any, any additional questions that pop up, they can, we can um, filter them back and, uh, and answer them there. Um, is, is this? Oh, another question is, is this code going to be up in a repo anywhere? Um. I will put it up in a repo, um, and then I can probably work with Chris to get it shared around the brown yep. bag, or I can tag it. I'll I'll throw I'll throw yeah. I'll put the uh, I'll put the repo link in the uh, in the YouTube um, video as well. Okay, sweet. Excellent, cool. Well, Miss Bueno, thank you very much for your time this evening. We we definitely appreciate it. Um, one other additional thing that I wanted to mention to the viewers, uh, Gina, I'm going to steal presenter back real fast. All right, cool. And uh, one other thing that I wanted to mention to everybody was uh, Pact Publishing. As as, as the, the long-term listeners know, um, we, we like to uh, share knowledge and uh, share free information. On Pact Publishing right now, there is a Python Artificial Intelligence Projects for Beginners video series that if you click the – if you sign into it and click the Claim Now button – oh, dah, traffic lights. Come on, seriously? All right, traffic lights. I'm not a robot. Gimme. You can then watch a, uh, a beginner's course on AI using Python. I imagine they've got TensorFlow going on in there and all kinds of stuff. So that might be fun for people to um, grab a copy of since it's free and it's um, good stuff. Oh, as, as you can see up here, Gene, I, I grabbed all of your stuff. So I'm going to be perusing that stuff as well. Awesome. Yay. Cool. Um, again, thank, thank you very much. And everybody have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you.